The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Peace, Truth Tribe. I am author, counselor, and coach Zara Hairston, helping you get free and stay free from toxic mindsets and relationships by helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. Oftentimes, either we are believing a lie in our mind or in our relationship, which is twofold, it's in your mind and in your relationship, and then it creates some toxicity. So Left Behind, there is a, a movie series called Left Behind, a book series called Left Behind, but what do you feel in your life that Yah, the Most High, is leaving you behind in? And I want us to consider something that we may not always consider because oftentimes we suppress or push things way down because it hurts too much to face it. It's too hard for us to talk about it. And we're, we're so afraid that if we bring that up too far and if we confront it too close, what if I don't come back with the pain that that causes? What if I don't come back from that? What if I can't snap back from that? And we don't even realize that it's gripping us. It, it's already keeping us from coming back from it, so to speak. It's already dictating our life. It's already shaping the way we see things. It's already motivating us. It's already leading us into a certain way. It's already pulling us away from the most high, which which could cause you to feel left behind, so to speak. So let's talk a little bit today about feeling left behind in life. And if we want to go a little deeper and use a stronger, harder word that some people may not like to use when it comes to the most high is forsaken. Forsaken, right? We're like, no, we can't think about the most high in a negative way. No, I can't say nothing bad about the most high. I am good. I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, I am good. Everything is all, I'm all right. The most high and all the way down in your heart, you know, you don't even all the way believe that. You want to believe that. That's why you're saying it. And you think if you keep saying it, it will become true. But you don't realize that that's not really true for you unless and until you resolve some things all the way down in your heart that makes you feel like the Most High does not even like you, that the Most High does not even love you. And then we'll go to counseling and therapy and some people try yoga and we take this class and we read that book and we get yoked up in that relationship and we try this job and we're trying to do all these things to validate us, to make us feel some kind of sense of security, some kind of sense of love, some kind of sense of accomplishment, some kind of sense of worth. When all the while, we're not getting it from the most high because we believe he don't even like us. Some of us feel that way. Some of us have been feeling that way for a long time. Others of us feel that way sometime and then it goes away, but then it comes back. But are you asking yourself where that's coming from? Instead of just feeling it, some of us, instead of just knowing it, those of us who know it, are different from those of us who 
we know that it's inside of us, but we don't confront it. But there are some of us who know that, like we feel that way. Some of us out here, we're like, look, I know the most I don't like me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to convince myself that he does. And that's the position that you're in. And that can make you feel left behind in life circumstance. That can make you feel left behind in relational circumstance. That can make you feel left behind in career circumstance because it all is going to circle back to blaming it on the most high. Now, look, I know some of us are going to say, nah, I don't think that. I would never think that. I just want you to just turn down a facade. Just turn it down for a minute. Just just turn it down. Just, just turn it down for a minute. Because if you deal with fear, if you deal with fear, if you're fearing anything right now, if you've been fearing anything right now, I'm going to tell you what that's linked to. That's you believing the most high don't love you. You're like, no, that's not true. Okay, well, the word says perfect love casts out fear. When you know that you know that the most high loves you, you don't really have fears like that. I'm not going to say we never have them. But when they are triggered or they pop up, they dealt with because we know who we are and we know who we belong to. We're not out here living in doubt. We're not out here being persuaded with every YouTube video, conversation, prophecy, message. When you know who you are in the most high and you know that the most high loves you, perfect love, like that scripture says, casts out fear. If you have heavy fear, I'm not talking about, you know, common fears or, you know, uh, I don't I don't want to use the word common. But if you have fear sometimes, no, I'm talking about you are living by fear. You are constantly afraid. Consider that you may believe the most high does not love you. No matter what counselor, therapist, yoga session, meditation session, Whatever all these things that we try, no matter what you go to, until you resolve that, you're going to deal with the fear. So if we know that perfect love casts out fear, right? And we know that the Most High will not forsake us because he says that I won't forsake you. But then some of us feel forsaken. Like, don't lie. Some of us feel forsaken. You feel like the most high left you behind in that situation. You feel like you missed out in that situation. You feel like it could have came through for you, but he didn't. You feel like, you know, I, I've been forsaken by you, most high. Some of us be like, you, that's a lie. I would never say that. Close your mouth. The loudest, my husband likes to say a hit dog holler. You hollering that loud, just it's in there somewhere. It triggered you. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> You're too loud. Out of abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So when we say, I would never think that, I would never do that, I don't feel that, the most high, it often reveals a 
a red flag that somewhere in your heart you actually are struggling with that most times or you're dealing with that because why are you so defensive about it? You know what I mean? So I wanted to look at this scripture, which is, you know, I've said before, the resources that I offer as a counselor and a coach are always rooted in the word. Yes, there are other resources and sources that we can cite and that we can go to, people, books, all that. But mine's is usually and predominantly the most high. In Ivrayim or Hebrews 13 verses 5 and 6, it says, um, the B portion of uh, verse 5, it says, um, for Yahuwah has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that we may boldly say, Yah is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. And I like the amplifier version too, because it breaks it down a little bit more. If say you don't have time to hurry, do a longer study of what some of the words are, it kind of lends that to you. Um, not always, but a lot of times. But it says in the amplified version, for he has said, I will never under any circumstances desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you assuredly not why so we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently say yahuwah is my helper in time of need i will not be afraid what will man do to me so when it comes to to having fear if you're living with certain fears that's often connected to a trust issue you have with the most high because the only one that is our true protection is the most high, right? So if we're having certain fears and we know that perfect love casts out fear, then we know our love is not really strong in the most high. That's why those fears are present. Those fears may be present in believing that the most high doesn't love us and is forsaking us because oftentimes, like the scripture is saying, if, if Yahuwah won't forsake you, the question becomes, how have you forsaken him? Because see, a lot of times we feel like the most high done did us dirty. We, we won't say this out loud. When I work with people, I get them to dig deep and just confess. Confession, healing. So many people don't even realize it's so much healing in confession. So much healing in confession. If we could figure out where you think the sin is or the actual sin is, and I say think because some people believe they are, are, are they're guilted into shame and condemnation and there's no sin there, but they believe that. So we find the sin that you're believing or the sin that you're actually in and we confess it out loud. I'm telling you, it's so much healing in that. So like I said, if the most high says that he won't forsake us, the question becomes, how have we forsaken him? Because oftentimes it's like underneath us feeling fear and that he don't really love us. It's a sin that we're believing that is we're not even really in that somebody didn't gas lit us into believing or we're really innocent and we've never confessed it. We never told anybody this. We never talked about it. What might be a sin that you're not really in? Um, but you think that you are. 
say you feel a deep, deep, deep disgust about another person's sin, right? We should, sin should disgust us. That's how we stay out of it. If you like it, you're going to play with it. But if it disgusts you, you like, don't touch me, get that away from me. Some people have a disgust for the sin that has been committed against them, but because they've been told they're not supposed to think about a particular person this way, like maybe a parent or a family member or a sibling or whatever, that they're in sin because they believe this way about them. So they think, but it's really about the thing they did towards them. Right? So that's an example of that. But if we don't get to the root, you know, when I work with people often, I'm telling you, it confession, confession is key to a lot of things. Being able to say certain things out loud that somebody told you you're not supposed to say. Now, of course, in an environment where I'm coaching or, you know, helping someone, that's the appropriate environment. You know, some environments aren't appropriate to say certain things, right? But if you're just alone with yourself and with the most high and you examine your heart to get some certain confessions out, you may feel there's a lift, a weight off of your heart that the most high don't like you because sometimes we're struggling with, with things that we ain't confessed. Don't just brush this off. Don't just be like, I, I confess everything. Nah, stop, chill, like hold up. There are things in our life, you know, there are sins that we don't even ain't even aware of that we commit, right? Think back, deal with it. Come, like, have a seat. Calm all of your self-righteousness. And just, some of us, overly guilt. Just sit down. Ask the Most High to reveal to you the things that you need to confess, the things that are getting in the way of you experiencing his perfect love so that you don't have to feel the fear that he's going to leave you behind in life, in relationship, in love, in career, in whatever. In the last days, he said he won't forsake you. Now, that's not for everybody. But if you're his, he's not going to forsake you. If you get forsaken, then you're probably not his. But one of the ways that we want to make sure that we are in right standing with him is what I constantly say that is linked to confession, which is repentance. So if Yahuwah won't forsake you, like I said, the question becomes, how have you forsaken him? In what areas have you forsaken him? Have you? Is it something that you haven't forgiven yourself about? Is it some thought or some way that you think about someone who you're currently around right now and you feel like you can't confess that? You haven't been able to repent about it. You don't have nobody to talk to about what you really feel. You can talk to the most high. You can visit ZaraHarrison.com slash help me, book an e-chat or a drop-in session, confess that thing, get that out of your mouth. It's a safe space. I'm not going to tell nobody what you said. If you can't do that, get journal. If that's safe for you and nobody won't break into your journal, look into your journal. Go into a car and close the door and say it. Say it out loud. Whatever that thing is that has a grip on you, the thing that you've done that you're ashamed of, the thing that you've done that you never really repented about, the thing that you feel that nobody really like knows that you feel, the thing that just makes you feel unrighteous. 
get it out because that's where the enemy lives in darkness and covering stuff up. So when we do that, um, we suddenly start to realize that I, I am, I am worth the love that the most high says that I can have from him. Right. Not worthy. Like you earned it or something like that, but simply because he said so. It's something that the most high wants to give you, you know, and for whatever reason, you keep rejecting it, thinking that it's him forsaking you, but it's really you forsaking what he says he has for you. And just because you got hurt or just because you experienced some kind of unfortunate event does not mean that he has forsaken you. Oftentimes those things make us more like him when he allows it. Because again, anything that happens did not get past the most high. He knew about it before it happened. We saw it on the news or we heard about it in the text or on social media. He already knew it was coming. It's not a shock or a surprise to him. Perfect love casts that fear out and reminds you Yah's aware of this. What is the part that I play as it pertains to it? And sometimes you don't play no part. Sometimes you play a part, sometimes you don't. People often ask me why I won't talk about current events on my channel or this, this, and that. I'm not called to that. That's not what I'm called to. I know my responsibility. I know, you know, where I'm, the lane I'm supposed to stay in, and that's the lane I'm going to stay in. No matter what somebody feels like they need to know from me or want to hear me speak on right? This channel, when I look on social media and I look down certain timelines, it's just flooded with fear. They call it fear mongering, fear. Everything for you to be afraid of, everything for you to be angry of, everything for you to get upset about. This particular channel is for you to come and be able to breathe, especially because I deal with toxic mindsets and toxic relationships. And a toxic mindset and being in toxic relationship, they drain the life out of you. They make you feel hopeless. They make you want to just give up. They You're already feeling terrible. So add that to everything that's already on the news and around social media. I want this to be a place where you can breathe, where somebody can put some life back into you. But again, if Yahuwah won't forsake you, then the question becomes, how have you forsaken him if you feel that he has? And be honest. Be honest. Because some of us answer that too quick. No, I don't. You didn't even think about it. You didn't even process it. No, I don't. No, I don't. You didn't even think about it. You spoke too fast. A slow answer. Think about that. Process that. All right. I'm Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And you can visit ZaraHarrison.com slash help me for a list of resources to help you do just that. Or you can look in the description. All right. Peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at ZaraHarrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.